You're listening to Pride Month on the Voice of Dog. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveler, and today's story is A Pride at Pride by Darius Davis, a black, queer, African wild dog author who uses writing as a way to prime readers to experience new perspectives. You can follow him on Twitter, at 2DWildDog, and his SoFurry page for future writing projects. Pride is, of course, a celebration of who we have discovered ourselves to be. But not everyone discovers at the same time, and so it must also be a place for self-discovery by celebration. For, knowing how much of and how many of those discoveries were made in fear and suffering, who would not wish instead for a world where they could be made amid light and laughter? Read by B.P. Rugger, The Ineffable Moo Moon. Please enjoy A Pride at Pride by Darius Davis. The small rented rideshare car pulls up to the entrance of a public park. Sammy looks out the window, admiring the various pride flags that adorn the park's entrance. Sure enough, the lion arrives at the right place. He pats the fur on his mane down to prevent it from frizzing out in the excitement. Once he exits the car and watches it depart into the distance, Sammy starts stripping off his jacket and pants until he's down to his bare essentials. All that's left is his comfortable running shoes, a pair of sunshades, some tight running shorts, and his favorite gaming-branded t-shirt. He stores the extra clothes in a mid-sized gym sack where he keeps his wallet and phone in. Even in a very sexually open and queer-friendly city, he always tries to be the courteous type. Sammy made sure he undressed only after the cab was out of sight. As he follows the general public into the emissions area for processing, the lion could feel his phone vibrating inside his gym sack. He retrieves it and swipes open the phone screen, noticing how both his friends, Alondra and Wyatt, were messaging him. In the group chat, Alondra texts, Wyatt and I are already inside. We'll be near the front. After her message, Wyatt asks, Yeah, and are you still coming over today? Yep, we'll be in shortly, Sammy responds. Good. Just meet us at the fountain. It's near the front. Can't wait to finally see your adorable ass in person, Wyatt texts back. After closing the message app, Wyatt's comment serves as a reminder of how much they had to convince him to come along. It also serves as a subtle confidence boost to help him go through with attending the event in the first place. Being that this is his first pride ever, it previously had taken a lot of convincing from both of his newfound online friends to come out. The convenient timing and easily accessible location provides the lion an enticing motivation to show up. The prospect of seeing his friends in person temporarily overrides his fear of publicly coming out of the closet. That didn't mean it prevented the small fear of being exposed from residing and slowly festering in the back of his mind. None of his family members nor people he regularly interacts for school or work knows he's attending. And he plans to keep it that way. For now, he tries to focus on keeping his heart rate down as he passes through the front gate. Once Sammy arrives at the fountain, he scans his surroundings hoping to spot his two friends. He already knew to be on the lookout for an avian Peruvian barbet and leucistic opossum, but there didn't seem to be anyone matching their description. Though before Sammy could explore other areas of the park, he picks up the sounds of fast-paced footsteps closely coming up from behind. Found ya, a deep voice calls out. 
The lion's body gets hoisted up in the air as a pair of strong, white, fluffy arms lifts him up. Sammy squirms around with his legs and tail thrashing about from the bear hug. Though when set down onto the flat pavement, he turns and looks up at the massive and tall possum before him. With long white bangs obscuring his eyes, a septum-piercing lodge through his pink nose, and repping an iconic punk t-shirt, it quickly becomes apparent to the lion that the person before him is Wyatt. Before the emotion of annoyance fills his mind, it quickly dissipates once Sammy gets an up-close look at his masculine friend. The lion's eyes were shimmering brightly, admiring the opossum's features. Though before Sammy could continue gawking at his friend, a different voice echoes out from behind Wyatt. Hey, good to finally see you! A feminine voice calls out. The shorter woman peeking out from behind Wyatt is no other than Alondra, as her primarily yellow, black, and red plumage is a dead giveaway. The avian casually waves at him before going over to give Sammy a friendly embrace as well. Sammy readily accepts the hug this time, giving her a gentle squeeze in return. I hope I didn't keep you two waiting for long, Sammy asks. It's all good, bro. We were just exploring a bit and wanted to make sure you were on your way. Couldn't miss the opportunity to see ya, buddy, Wyatt says as he wraps one arm around the lion's shoulders. Sammy's face becomes warm to the touch, not minding the outward physical affection from Wyatt while settling into his new environment, though he tries not to get too distracted by keeping the conversation going. Sammy asks, So what do we do around here for Pride? It's my first time going to one, so I have no idea what to expect. Alondra strokes her chin feathers in contemplation. Well, we could shop around for some Pride flags if you want. I saw a stand that had pretty much every type. Want to check it out and see what catches your eye? Works for me. Lead the way, Sammy exclaims. The lion has always been curious about getting one to display in his college dorm room. Still, he is quite a novice when it comes to the range of flags, their meanings, and what he personally identifies with. By the time they've reached the stall that sells them, Alondra and Wyatt were nice enough to break down what every single flag and the meaning behind each of them. Despite the basic questions being levied at them, they never made Sammy feel dumb for inquiring about it on a deeper level. As Sammy browses the selection of flags, Alondra already picks herself up a mid-size aromantic and ace flag, while Wyatt buys out the largest trans flag the seller had on display. In terms of what to get, Sammy is still unsure. Even with clarification from both of his friends, he continues to have a difficult time trying to settle on which one to buy. After 30 minutes of indecisive thinking, Alondra is the first to broach the subject. Anything jumping out at you? Alondra asks. It's hard to say. I just don't know which one to pick, Sammy admits. What, are they all too fun and unique to choose just one? I'm sure we can spot you a couple, Wyatt offers. No, that's not it. It's just, I don't know what exactly I identify with. I mean... I know I'm far from straight, but I don't know what I am exactly. And I don't want to feel dumb by buying the wrong one, Sammy admits. Softly patting the lion's shoulder, Alondra said, It's all right, dude. You don't need to buy one today if you're not comfortable purchasing one. There's absolutely no rush to get it today. We can always pick one up another time if you want. After giving the proposal some thought, Sammy nods. Yeah. I think I would like that. Seeing as there is still much of the event to explore, 
Sammy puts off the purchase for next time. Once Wyatt catches up with them after a quick restroom break, the group makes their way to the large courtyard that sells food. The savory smell of meats, salted snacks, fried foods, and sweet candies were intoxicating to the lion. His stomach growls out for a hearty meal after some light walking. Wyatt insists on paying for their lunch, letting both of his friends pick out their preferred meals before settling on a park bench under a shady tree. Despite sitting underneath the shade, the summer sun cooks the trio as a mild heat wave passes over. The organizers were readily selling cheap ice-chilled bottle waters to keep the attendees hydrated. Wyatt feels as though he is burning up from the sun, decides to take off his shirt, letting it rest against his left shoulder. Sammy is able to see the extent of the opossum's top surgery as the scars stretch along the underside of his muscular chest. The lion's eyes continue to stare at them, his cheeks feeling warm and fuzzy at the sight. Wyatt catches the smaller lion checking him out and playfully flexes his pecs. Pretty rad, huh? Like what you see? Sammy rubs the back of his head. Yeah, they uh, look pretty cool. Mind if I touch them? Wyatt lays back in his seat. Don't linger for too long or I'll have to start charging. Sammy nods, letting his hand paw lightly brush against Wyatt's muscular chest. While there is a very thin, squishy layer of fat that lays on top of his pecs, underneath is pure, firm muscle. Even though the scar tissue prevents his fur from growing back, it still has retained a somewhat smooth texture. After giving both pecs a soft squeeze, Sammy returns to his seat and asks, How long did the recovery take? Almost a month. The recovery was fucking brutal. But it was definitely worth it. Had them done a few years ago. Hey, Alondra, how long have you had your girls for? Wyatt looks over. These babies? Alondra playfully bounces her small breasts with her hands underneath her shirt. She continues, About four years, give or take. HRT does wonders, and I've already gained a full-size cup since then, Alondra responds. HRT? Sammy asks. Hormone replacement therapy. It's what we use supplement to regulate our hormones with, Wyatt clarifies. Ah, makes sense. If the both of you didn't tell me you were trans in our gaming voice chat sessions, I would have assumed you were cis. Well, you two look great. Sammy smiles. Aw, that's so sweet. Alondra gives the lion a firm side hug. Buttering us up will get you far. Might even get a special kiss from the princess over here if you keep it up. White sticks his tongue out. Oh, bite me. It's not like I can give a good kiss anyway with this thing. Alondra points to her beak. Excuses, excuses, Wyatt smirks. The trio share a chuckle while sitting underneath the shady tree. Once the heat wave finally breaks, the trio are able to better rehydrate and find the drive to explore the rest of what Pride has to offer. There were several stages that cater to multiple genres of music, Pride merchandise, various adult toys, and booths catering to services specific to the needs of the LGBT community. The first stop is the sex toys section, as many vendors sold a massive variety of them, some that were even hard to find and buy online. Anal beads, butt plugs, cock rings, fleshlights, pup hoods, strap-ons, vibrators, wands, 
Everything and anything under the umbrella of adult toys were provided by various vendors. Alondra picks herself out a penetrative toy, while Wyatt shops around for some high-quality strap-on harnesses that better accommodates his heavy-set body. When Wyatt seeks out assistance while testing various types of strap-on harnesses to wear over his thin shorts, Sammy eagerly volunteers to help. He uses the opportunity to admire the opossum's body up close while helping him in and out of the harnesses. With Wyatt taking note of the feline's interest in him, he forms a plan to subtly tease his friend. During one removal process, Wyatt would playfully nudge his butt up against Sammy's crotch. With the lion's shorts already so thin, Sammy is able to subtly experience just how broad and soft Wyatt's ass is. Oh, do I feel someone poking me back there? Wyatt says with a coy smile. Sammy immediately backs away. Oh shit, sorry, I'm sorry. Wyatt laughs and turns around to slap his back. I'm just busting your balls. It's no big deal. Alondra giggles. Don't pay him any mind. He's always such a tease. Ain't that right, big man? Oh, girl, I can do more than just tease. Who knows? You might even catch me on a good day and end up in a sticky situation. Wyatt smirks. Sammy could see that underneath the Apostle's bangs, he is able to get a glimpse of those beautiful black eyes of his. Wyatt gives a soft wink before going over to the vendor to buy the desired strap-on harnesses. Meanwhile, the lion could feel his firm dick pressing uncomfortably against his shorts, creating an obvious bulge. He looks over to Alondra and waits for her to not glance in his direction. Once she casually turns her gaze away for a brief moment, Sammy quickly grabs the length in his shorts and shifts it to make his arousal less obvious. In a way, he reluctantly accepts the fact that he was crushing on the opossum heart. The way he comes off is approachable, yet not overbearing. And how Wyatt would subtly tease him without being super heavy-handed in the flirting throughout the entire day. The only thing that puzzles Sammy during this realization is how this reflects on himself in terms of identity. Is he gay for finding Wyatt very attractive? Maybe he's bisexual, perhaps pansexual. Demisexual, maybe? Or is it something completely different? Sammy never had these types of feelings for anyone before, so he wonders why it's happening now. Regardless, he tries not to dwell on the thought for too long as Wyatt calls him and Alondra over to keep exploring the venue. Alondra and Wyatt would point out various vendors that might spark the lion's curiosity when it comes to adult toys. Though, to Sammy's dismay, there isn't anything that grabs his attention. It's not as though he had a low libido or is uninterested in sex, just that none of the immediate toys spark an inkling of inspiration to purchase one of them. Though, before most of the vendors close up shop in the early evening, there is one that catches Sammy's attention. It is a booth that sells hard-sought-after feminine underwear, stockings, miniskirts, and tank tops that were unisex for male and female bodies. Alondra is the first to notice Sammy standing in front of the booth, stopping Wyatt from straying too far ahead. When she points it out to him, the opossum takes it upon himself to encourage Sammy to look around. Wyatt gently nudges, If you see something you like, try and find out if it will fit on you. Sammy's ears fold down. I don't, I don't know. Would I look silly wearing something like that? Can't say, but there's no harm in trying. And honestly, 
I think you would look really cute in a get-up like that. Wyatt smiles. You think so? Sammy looks up with hopeful eyes. I know so. Go on. Won't hurt to check. Wyatt encourages. Sammy nods his head and immediately goes for the striped pink and white stockings. He tries to eyeball the measurements by placing them on his legs to see if they would be a snug fit or not. However, it became difficult to tell as he has no idea what the proper size would be for his slender figure. He looks over to Alondra, noticing that her height and build is very similar to his. Hoping she would have a better idea, Sammy calls the avian over so they would be out of earshot from Wyatt. Alondra casually walks over. Something you need? Yeah, um, you wouldn't happen to know what Wyatt's favorite color is, do you? Sammy asks. Alondra giggles. Oh, trying to impress the handsome opossum? Shh, don't be so loud, Sammy says with a hush. Listen, if there's one thing that boy likes, it tends to be black and white. Maybe a little bit of red in the mix, but he's pretty ambivalent when it comes to other people's fashion. So get something that suits your tastes, Alondra encourages. But what if my tastes are a bit too girly for him? He wouldn't care all that much. I think he would be more impressed if you chose something you felt comfortable wearing over what other people expected you to wear. Just trust your own judgment, all right? Sammy let out a reluctant sigh. Fine. Well, since I got you here, could you also help me find the right size? We seem to have a similar build, and I don't know what measurements to look for. That's easy. Here, let me show you, Alondra says with a chirp in her voice. Alondra tries to give a short and detailed explanation about what to look for in terms of stockings and underwear sizes. To Sammy's luck, her information was spot on as he is able to shop confidently without needing to open the packaging. He picks out different color pairs of panties, stockings, and a white miniskirt. After making the purchase, they return to Wyatt to show off what Sammy got from the last vendor. Wyatt whistles. Boy, you found some nice stuff. Think you're going to wear any of that tonight? Sammy blushes. Oh, I mean, I guess I could wear something. Alondra, can you hold my bags while I change? Alondra nods. Of course. While Alondra holds on to the lion's belongings, Sammy takes out the white miniskirt and pink undies from the bag before finding the nearest public restroom stall to change in. He delicately takes off his jockstrap and shorts. He then smoothly slides on the pink underwear first, letting it perfectly conform around his tan fur coat and sit snugly on the top of his length and shapely rear. Seeing as they were a perfect fit, he then puts on the white miniskirt as the finishing touch. Even without being able to look at himself in a mirror, he felt complete in his new outfit. It was exhilarating to wear something more on the feminine side unashamedly. And when he steps out from the bathroom stall and heads towards his friends, a new boost of confidence makes the small mane fur rise with glee. The closer he came towards his friends, the wider the smile Sammy's muzzle formed. Alondra excitedly yells, Oh, look at you! How's the fit? Sammy does a little spin. It's amazing, better than I expected. Thanks again for all your help, Alondra. As Alondra nods excitedly, Wyatt chimes in. Kind of suits you, actually. You look good. Great, even. The compliment from his crush made Sammy fall over the moon with joy. If only there was a way to encapsulate and immortalize the moment to play on repeat, then the lion would die fully content.
But for now, he settles for enjoying the praises from both of his friends in the moment, as nightfall soon arrives. While many of the vendors are closing up shop, the Pride event still goes on strong. Most of the main stages were occupied by the music acts, putting on multiple shows for the entire public. Sammy spent most of his time getting pulled between Alondra and Wyatt in terms of what show to attend. Alondra would take the trio to the Latin music side of the park, singing along to the latest Latin pop hits word for word while dancing among the crowd. Wyatt and Sammy were able to vibe along to the music, but it became clear how much Alondra was enjoying it far beyond the both of them. And once her favorite artist finishes their set on stage, Wyatt would drag the trio to the hard rock music side of the park to catch one of his favorite acts. And for Sammy, he alternates between the two sides of the venue as he enjoys the live concerts throughout the night. Before he knows it, Sammy checks his phone and realizes that it's already past 1 a.m. As much as he loves to continue dancing and attending live concerts, his body has already become increasingly more fatigued by the minute. And to his luck, Alondra and Wyatt were feeling similarly after spending all day on their feet. Their first order of business is walking Alondra to her car by traversing several blocks toward the nearest free parking lot. While Alondra takes the lead, Sammy would walk closely alongside Wyatt. He would often find himself staring at him for long periods of time during their walk, admiring more of the opossum's masculine features. With Wyatt's looks distracting the feline, Sammy didn't pay attention when the car in front of the two of them started backing out unexpectedly. Sammy! Wyatt calls out. Before the feline has time to react, he feels Wyatt roughly pull onto his right hand to move him out of the way. The elk driver backing out stops briefly, expressing an apologetic look and hand gesture before slowly backing out and leaving the parking lot. Sammy lets out a heavy sigh while still holding on to Wyatt's hand. Ah, sorry about that. I'll pay better attention next time, Sammy assures him. You better. Can't let you end up in the hospital after your first night, Wyatt chuckles. A few yards ahead, Alondra cocks her head back at the boys. You guys all right? Wyatt waves back with his other free hand. Yeah, we're good. Alondra continues forward, bringing out her car keys and clicking the alarm button to try and narrow down the area she parked. Even though Sammy is no longer in danger, his right-hand paw still clings onto Wyatt's the two star walking. Wyatt didn't seem to question why the feline companion still held his hand, but doesn't seem to mind all that much. When Alondra eventually finds her parked car, she gives both of her friends a hug before climbing inside the car. She gives a few last waves before slowly backing out and driving back home. Wyatt then turns to the lion. You can, uh, let go of my paw if you want. Can't help it if my palms are a little sweaty. Sammy suddenly releases his hold. Ah, right. Uh, hey, listen, thanks for being so cool today, dude. Sorry if I came off as a little clingy and all. Just had a great time spending the day with you. Wyatt leans his head down closer. Trust me, if there were any problems, I would have let you know. But nah, you are perfect today. You are the most adorable person I've ever met. I can't be that cute to you, could I? Sammy tilts his head up. Wyatt smirks. Most definitely you are. You're quite the catch. He could feel Wyatt's warm breath brush against his face as the distance closes between them. The opossum's face gently leans closer towards the feline with their muzzles inches apart.
though before their lips connect, why it stops for a moment, tempting the feline to lean forward to reciprocate and indulge in the potential kiss. All the teasing and build-up throughout the day has Sammy's nerves on edge. Getting on the tip of his toes, the lion takes a deep breath before leaning forward to plant his lips onto Wyatt's. With her muzzles connected, Wyatt encloses his arms around the feline and holds the kiss for a while. Sammy's lips were quivering, shaky, and nervous throughout the first few seconds. However, Wyatt didn't pull away, letting the lion relax in his arms and have his lips adjust to the new sensation. Wyatt is slow and methodical throughout the kiss, drawing his lips up and letting the sensitive skin cling onto one another. Once Sammy finds his own natural rhythm and groove, did Wyatt deepen the kiss. The opossum gently presses up against Sammy, having the feline's back pressing up against another person's car. Both of their paws snake underneath each other's clothes, getting the chance to become familiar with each other's shape. Eventually, Wyatt pulls back from the kiss, allowing a small string of saliva to connect their lips. Sammy releases a heavy sigh, quivering in place as he takes in what just happened. Though with a fleeting moment dissolving away, Sammy's self-conscious nature takes back control. The lion finds himself looking away from Wyatt, with his face tensing up in embarrassment. Wyatt gently grazes his chin with a hand paw. Everything all right? Was it too much? No, you're good. Just, I still have trouble figuring out who I am. I'm just worried if I don't know exactly what these feelings are that I might accidentally hurt other people. And I would never want to do that to you, Wyatt. You've been nothing but the coolest person to me. And I really like you. For once, Wyatt's face becomes slightly flustered from the admission. Though, after taking in his words, the opossum gathers his thoughts before responding back. It's okay if you still haven't fully figured yourself out yet. But in terms of right here and now, do what feels natural and comfortable for you. So long as we are honest with each other and willing to listen, then I'm happy to open myself up more around you. Okay, then, is it all right if I can kiss you again? Sammy's eyes shine. Wyatt nods. Just keep following your instincts, cutie. Just keep following your instincts, cutie. After those words, Sammy gently places his hands behind the opossum's fluffy white head fur before leaning in for another kiss. A small chuckle escapes Wyatt's lips, though he doesn't resist the lion's advances. Their bodies yearn to intimately study each other's features throughout the passionate kiss. Wyatt's strong arms lifts up one of the feline's legs, letting it hook around his lower hips as the two tightly embrace each other. When Sammy pulls away from the kiss to catch his breath, Wyatt leans forward to gently peck his forehead. So, did you park close by or take a rideshare to get here? Wyatt asks. Just a rideshare? Why? Oh, cool. In uh, that case, I'm down to bring you over to my place to spend the night with me, if you want, Wyatt offers. I'd love to. Just, no, I'm still very new to all this, so I'll try my best not to freeze up, Sammy clarifies. Wyatt playfully licks the feline's cheek. Well, doesn't have to be just a fun fling right away. I'm still down to have you over for some takeout in a movie. 
We don't need to rush anything. I just enjoy your company. Does any of that sound good to you? Sammy tightly hugs him. Sounds absolutely perfect. This was A Pride at Pride by Darius Davis. Read for you by BP Rugger the Ineffable Moo Moon. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride, and thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.